Hello, and welcome to Revolting, the podcast that discusses interesting stories from history's most famous revolutions. This week, we turn our attention to the French Revolution and a period of time known as the Reign of Terror. The Reign of Terror, otherwise known as just the Terror, lasts from September 5, 1793 to July 28, 1794. So, the time period we're talking about is about four years into the Revolution and is the bloodiest period of the Revolution with mass executions throughout France, leading to the death of about 40,000 people. Maximilien Robespierre emerges as the radical leader looking to eliminate foreign and domestic threats to the Revolution. Before we talk about the death of Robespierre, I want to talk a little bit about the Reign of Terror itself. Against the backdrop of threat of foreign invasion and increasing disorder in the country, the Committee of Public Safety, led by Robespierre, rose to power, ruthlessly eliminating all those considered enemies of the Revolution. This really is a bizarre period of time in France. A new revolutionary calendar was introduced as part of a revolutionary program of de-Christianization. Year one begins with the Declaration of the Republic in September of 1792. However, this isn't declared until October 5th, 1793. Imagine the confusion of having a brand new calendar with new months and years. Marie Antoinette, Queen of France, was executed during this period for a wide range of charges, including treason, as well as sexually abusing her son. In May 1794, Robespierre insisted that the National Convention proclaim a new official religion for France, the cult of the supreme being. This was an attempt to replace Catholicism, but it never really became popular. The cult of the supreme being was also in direct competition with the cult of reason, which advocated for atheism. You really can't make this stuff up. The reign of terror was a crazy time. There were also some pretty progressive reforms made amidst this chaotic period of executions. For example, slavery was abolished in France in 1794. However, as the revolution continued and foreign military threats lessened, the need for a ruthless dictator seemed, well, almost unnecessary. Robespierre became more and more unpopular, and ultimately a plot was conceived by the National Convention to remove him. This is where the story gets interesting, and pretty bloody. On July 27, 1794, also known as Nine Thermidor Year Two in the revolutionary calendar, Robespierre was arrested along with his brother Augustine, two colleagues from the Committee of Public Safety, Georges Cathun and Louis-Antoine de Saint-Just, and another ally, Philippe Labasse. They were subsequently released by the Paris Commune and headed to the Hotel de Ville, where they hoped to have the National Guard protect them. Only a few battalions of soldiers showed up for their defense. However, they began to go home shortly after midnight. The convention then sent National Guard units from the wealthier parts of Paris to arrest the five men. By 3 a.m. it was all over. Labas shot himself in the head. Augustine Robespierre jumped from a top-floor window only to break his thigh when he landed in the street below. Cthulhu, who had been paralyzed since he was a boy, threw himself from his wheelchair down a stone stairway. He was lying on the ground bleeding with a head injury. Robespierre tried to shoot himself, but only managed to blow off his lower jaw. St. Just sat and waited for his inevitable capture. By 7 p.m. that night, all four survivors were executed by guillotine without a trial. Many of Robespierre's supporters were also beheaded over the next three days, making them both the last and bloodiest days of the terror. How is this relevant today? 
Just recently, in the Philippines, the Catholic Church blasted President Rodrigo Duterte uh, for creating a reign of terror with his war on drugs. We have also seen modern dictators, such as Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi of Libya, ousted from power and killed. We have active dictatorships around the world, including the world's most repressive in North Korea. What can we learn from the French Revolution and from the death of Robespierre? Maybe that over time, dictators that use violence as a method of control will ultimately meet a similar fate. We also see how a society can be caught up in a frenzy of mass murder. Recently, it was revealed that there have been more than 13,000 hangings in Syria since the start of the Civil War. All of these uh, hangings were ordered by the Assad regime. The stories we discuss on revolting are not just, just stories from the past, they are stories from the present. I hope you will join me next time when we will discuss Augusto Pinochet and Chile.